Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins on the Marvel DC Multiverse. We are now at episode 330, and I'll be doing a review on the Eternals. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the Eternals, I strongly suggest that you do not listen to this episode. You've been warned. So, um... The movie takes place, uh... After well, before and after the events of Endgame, so like a lot of little what's it called flashbacks. So the flashbacks are the before and the current, you know, issue that they the current encounters they have later on take place after the events. But it's mainly it mainly takes place after the events. But before the events, you know, those are the flashbacks. So. Anyway, um, let's see. Oh, yes. Um, in 5000 BC, 10 superpower Eternals, uh, Ajax, Circe, Icarus, Kingo, Sprite, Fastos, uh, Makari, Drig, uh, Gilgamesh, and Athena are sent by the Celestial Erishim um, to Earth to exterminate the invasive uh, invasive deviants. Over the millennia, they protect humanity from the deviants, but are not allowed to interfere with sorry, in human affairs. They kill the last of the deviants in the 1500s. And the group's opinion, and the group's opinions differ about their continued responsibilities and their relationship with mankind. Over the next uh, 500 years, uh, they mostly lived apart from each other, awaiting Erisham's return. In the present day, um, Circe and Sprite lived together in London after Circe was left by her partner Icarus over 500 years earlier. She is now. She now has a relationship with human Dane Whitman, who works at the Natural History Museum. Uh, the trio is attacked by the deviant crow, with Icarus arriving and chasing the creature away. Um, realizing the deviants have returned, they prepare to reunite with the remaining Eternals. They travel to South Dakota, only to find that Ajax, their leader, had been killed by Crow, gaining her healing abilities as a result. <clears throat> mm, Cersei is post uh, posthumously uh, chosen by Ajax as her successor, granting her the ability to communicate with Erishim who reveals that the mission of the Eternals was not to fight the Deviants, but to prepare Earth for the emergence. Ereshom explains that for millions of years, the Celestials have been planting their seeds to populate planets for new Celestials to be born. With the Deviants sent um, by them to destroy the, uh, the Apex Predators, of each planet um, to ensure the development of life, 
Um, however, um, the deviants, when the deviants evolve and become, sorry, and began hunting the planet's uh, native populations, the Celestials created the Eternals to kill them. Ereshkigal explains that with uh, the reversal of the blip, um, Earth has reached the necessary population for uh, the birth of the celestial uh, Tamut or Tamut, whatever, um, which will result in the Earth, which will result in the Earth's destruction. Having learned to love humanity, the Eternals resemble, resemble, sorry, reassemble and decide to prevent the emergence. They reconvene with uh, Kingo, Thena, Gilgamesh, in Australia before heading to Druig's residence in the Amazon rainforest, where um, they are attacked by Crow and the Deviants. Crow kills and feeds on uh, Gilgamesh, gaining the... um, Gaining a fully, sorry, gaining a fully humanoid form and ability to speak before fleeing. So after um, cremating, after cremating Gilgamesh, they visit Fastos, who proposes, uh, who proposes for Drig to, sorry, Drig to put uh, Tamut uh, to sleep. Using his mind control powers amplified before, sorry, amplified by the Unimine, a connection between all the Eternals. Icarus, um, so Icarus reveals he was informed of the emergence by Ajax centuries before he fed her to the Deviants to prevent her from stopping the six, um, sorry, preventing her from stopping it six days prior and flees along with the light-minded sprite revealed um, to be in love with him. Kingo uh, also leaves the group as he does not wish to face Ersham, Icarus, or Sprite. After Makari locates um, the place of emergence at the foot of an active volcano in the Indian Ocean, uh, the Eternals bat, uh, the Eternals battle Icarus and Sprite before being attacked by Crow, who is killed by Athena. Uh, Athena, sorry, Druig knocks out Sprite after she attempts to kill Cersei and the remaining Eternals. Uh, and it, sorry, any. Remaining Eternals work together to subdue Icarus. Fastos uh, activates the Unimine, uh, and Cersei uses her uh, matter transmute her sorry her matter transmutation uh, abilities to turn um, Tamute in. Uh, was it to marble? Of course. A guilt-ridden Icarus flees into the sun, and Cersei then uses the rema- uh, the remainder of the energy from the Unimind to turn Sprite into a human, ending her immortality. Ending her uh, ending her immortality. 
So Athena, Drig, and Makari depart uh, on their spaceship, the Demo, um, to find other Eternals, while Cersei, uh, Fastos, Kingo, and Sprite remain on Earth. Dane possesses, sorry, Dane prof professes his love for Cersei and is about to reveal a big secret about his family history when she, along with Fastos and Kingo, are remotely dragged into space by Erishim in full view of all the people of Earth, who is displeased with their treason but elects to spare humanity if the Eternals' memories show uh, that humans are worthy of living, of course. So he vows to return for judgment before disappearing into a singularity, uh, uh, taking um, them with him, of course. So in the mid-credit scenes, um, Thena, uh, Makari, and Drig are visited by the eternal uh, Eros, the brother of Thanos, and his assistant, Pip the Troll, who offer their help. Uh, in a post-credit scene, Whitman opens an old chest inherited from his ancestors that contains the legendary Emity Blade when an unseen person questions him on you know whether he is ready for it. So the only but yeah the only thing I I I'm gonna be honest with you. Um this movie wasn't really worth the wait like I thought it would be. I mean it was slow, it was pretty draggy, slow, not a whole lot of action, you know. And I was very upset that uh Gilgamesh was killed. And uh I really hate the fact that Icarus was kind of you know turned into an antagonist. So for like a little bit. So I was pretty angry about that. You know, think you know when fight when when it was revealed that Ajax caused the death of you know, sorry, when I when it was revealed that Icarus called caused the death of Ajax, that really infuriated me. You know, betrayed his people, and of course, I can understand that people were questioning um, Ajax's leadership. But and then on top of that, Angelina Jolie, you know, she had a little memory issue causing her to snap. You know, all, nearly killing his or her, you know her comrades. And in my opinion, um, she obviously lost her marbles. So, yeah. So then, of course, Gilgamesh had a babysitter. So, but, um, obviously, you know, I'm glad that they, uh, did the Eternals, though. I'm, I'm glad they did it, you know, because now a new threat's coming at some point, Galactus, and the, the Avengers going to need all the help they can get. They take on, you know, Galactus. So, even though Galactus is not a celestial, but so hopefully, in you know, obviously there's going to be a sequel. So, 
Um, but yeah, the special effects, the cinematography, the special, but yeah, the special effects and the CGI was beautiful. So definitely, you know, when I watch it a second time, possibly, you know, if I get bored or something like that, but, um, I give it a, I'm going to give it a 7.9 out of 10. So, so, you know, I didn't like, like I said, I, obviously I didn't read the comics, you know, I'm going to have to start reading it so I can get a better understanding of the Eternals, so, but, um, the writing was okay, and, uh, what's her name, the director, um, Chloe Zhao, she did an okay job, but more, you know, directing action movies or, you know, like that, it's not really her thing, despite the fact that she won an Oscar, so, but, um, and then on top of that, what really got me, what really got a kick out of me, or what really got me excited was like the post credits when Dane Whitman was going to open the ch- this old chest that, that contained the ebony blade. And he was deciding whether or not he was, he should go for it. And then he's like, you know, what? I have to try. And just when he's about to go for it, a mysterious voice says do you think you're you know do you, or, do you think you're ready mr whitman he turns his head whitman turns his head screen goes black and everybody in the theater was like wait a minute who was that and of course my friend regina you know my best friend regina was like you know yeah i think that was a it sounded like a black guy and i was like yeah i think that was a black guy but the question was who and i didn't find out until the next day that it was mahershal ali's blade so that's what got me, well, it got me slightly excited because now we know who the mysterious voice was. But as far as Mahershala Ali, you know, betraying Blade, the voice, you know, he got the voice, the talent, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to pull it off because one, he doesn't have a background in martial arts and that's a huge problem. You know, so far, so far we had two people portrayed the live version of Blade. You know, you had Wesley Snipes, and of course you had Kirk Jones, a.k.a. Sticky Fingers. You know, he's a rapper, of course. Um, he Who also portrayed the role? Stick, uh, Kirk Jones, a.k.a. Sticky Fingers, did a uh, okay job. It was okay, but, mm, you know, obviously the movie didn't, you know, didn't make it to a second season. So they they canceled it after the first season. But um, if, you know, as far as the, the as far as Wesley Snipes and Jones, Wesley Snipes pretty much did a phenomenal job, and not because he was a talented actor, but it's also because he had a background in martial arts. That's what really did it right there. Mahershala Ali, however, does not have a background in martial arts, and I really didn't. I really don't trust him with the role as Blade, honestly, even though he wanted it, and he's like. And he promised the fans that he's going to give it his all. And I'm like, you know, you better because that's not an easy role. And that role is not really meant for everybody. So, yeah, you better pull it off because if you don't pull it off, you're going to have a huge problem with the fans. I mean, because most of them are pissed off anyway. I'm Herschel Ali's Blade and not Wesley Snipes. And, you know, of course... Wesley Snipes may be, you know, he's old, 
But he still got it, though. I mean, honestly, you know, there's rumors going on he was going to play Dracula, but I really hope he gets the Whistler role, the Abraham Whistler. But anyway, um, back to the movie. So, you know, I'm really excited. You know, when he, when uh, Dane Whitman was was going to tell uh, Cersei that, oh, his uh, ancestry or family history is very complicated. That's when everybody, that's when I, oh, I already knew he was going to be the Black Knight anyway. So I was like, uh-oh, Black Knight. So, yeah, like I said, you know, not a whole lot of action. Um, two characters were killed and, and mainly Gilgamesh. I was really, I was more pissed off with Gilgamesh's death than I was with Ajax's. And Ajax should have wiped uh, Athena's memory so she wouldn't snap and lose her marvels again. So um, they could they could have done more with it, you know, make it more exciting, you know, more action. That's what most people want to see anyway. We understand the backstory, so I might have to buy some graphic novels of Eternal so I can get a better understanding, you know, before the sequel comes out. So. But yeah, I feel like they could have done better. So it didn't exceed my expectations at all. Um, and it was okay. So that's all I could say. It didn't suck or anything. But and oh, and before I forget. Um, oh, and by the way, yeah, they shouldn't have killed off any of the um, Eternals. So. Big mistake on that. I mean, they. I mean, like, like just like in Avengers, they they kept them alive. They kept all six of the main Avengers alive long enough, you know, for the Endgame movie. And then, of course, two out of the six, you know, died. They could have saved that. You know, they could have uh, if they were if they were going to do Ajax's death and Gilgamesh's death, they could have done that in like another like a, like I'll probably say another second. Uh, trilogy of the Avengers or another like say another new Avengers or whatever. So but it is what it is. And any oh and before I forget, um the Eternals movie um hit the box office. So so far the box office numbers uh, they have made um three hundred and thirty six point one million dollars with a production budget of two hundred million. So obviously they got some of that production budget money back, but you know, some people were going for half a billion, which didn't seem possible, but you know, after seeing the first trailer. So but anyway, um that con that concludes this review. Feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music App, Spotify, and of course YouTube.